You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And do it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw yeah. that in there. It was new. I just threw it at you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, uh, Brandon. Hogden Classic. Yeah, you're, this is, you've got a Nogden Classic for us. I think this is like, so, you know, we do weekly podcasts, and I think once a week we throw we should throw in an Ogden Classic. I mean, as long as one of us does an Ogden Classic. Um Last year was, or last week was Malin's. This week was Lewis Peak via South Skyline, which is the majority of the way. Now, you guys mountain biked up. From, from Windsurfer. From Wind, how far up did you go? We went to the top. Mm-hmm. Like to Lewis yeah. Peak? Yeah. So that's what, 18 miles round trip? 16 like, miles round trip? Something like that, yeah. Somewhere in there. From, Really? Because it's I'm ten from the divide. Well, I, my watch showed this. Was, my watch showed eleven miles, but this all trail shows ten point two. But we also did a few of the hills that maybe would, you don't have to do. I would trust your watch more than all trails. I feel okay. like all trails has misled me a few times. <laughs> okay, so Lewis Peak via South Skyline. Uh, the description on all trails is a ten point two, moderately trafficked um, out and back trail located near Eden, Utah. Uh, we call it the divide here in ogden uh, you access it from the divide features great forest setting and is rated as difficult now the difficult section is probably the first two to 2.5 miles which is ve- fairly steep you gain a lot of uh, vertical in those first two miles and then once you gain the ridge or i would call it the backbone of ogden you walk the backbone and you see Ogden Valley on one side and Ogden on the other. And it is the coolest thing. Oh God, it's cool. It's, it's, you know, it's wide. Um, and it, but it's just beautiful up there and and you can take some awesome photos from up there. It's pretty neat. Uh, it's an out and back. Now the, the summit is, summit in name only kind of you know it's it's a very it's modest summit at right. that so yeah it's kind of this little mound <laughs> you know, with the mound of rocks yeah yeah it's, it's a it's, nice view though yeah. yeah once you're there it's, there's some great views of ogden and and the adjacent i don't know what canyon that is right next to it is that's not jump off is it that's what to, can, the, to the to the north to the south to the south yeah could be could be jump off. we th- we think we saw pretty darn sure but we didn't have binox uh mountain goat down there yeah. on those rocks Could be. so um we know they're there and we swear it moved so we were watching it but it was hard i mean it was one of those where it was so far it's like is that a rock is that a mountain goat the color was off just enough you know um so we left at about 7 20 in the morning on a sunday uh still shorts shorts weather 
uh, all three of us in uh, tennis. So I wore my Topo. What are the twos? Terra Venture twos. Uh, you guys, you guys in your. I'm a terrible. I'm, I know. I'm terrible. And then my two hiking partners both wore Lone Peaks, and uh, the one has the Lone Peak, the mids. Okay. And yeah. the other one, just the regular, regular Lone Peaks, uh, had zero foot issues. By the way, nice. just so you know, I did have uh, drink too much rum the night before <laughs> issues. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know really what you call so that. Is that every is that Sunday really? morning hike? Because no. <laughs> I think when you went, yeah, to do maintenance, I'm that was finding your... that's the case. Yeah, <laughs> Saturday nights are not good. I mean, I mean they're good. Me and they're Chase have been meaning yeah. to talk to you about this, yeah. friend. Yeah, this <laughs> we one, think there's maybe this a... once a week thing is. Um, well, let me tell you, it's not the best thing to do before a ten miler. So I could, and it's probably because I couldn't. I think I was dehydrated before I started, Yeah, you know, and I couldn't, I started cramping. Um, okay. Now we did, well, we're like halfway there and there was two different groups of women like trail hiker runners who passed us coming back. And so like they're early and they're fast. Yeah. You were, yeah. Wow. So you know what I mean? Like they were up there and on their way back, but, and we were about halfway there and it was, and we left at seven 20. So they probably got up there like six tagged the summit headed back. I'm like, Whoa, geez. Okay. Making us us look slow. (laughs) Um, but there were also a lot of people hiking up after us. It was a very busy trail after us. And, and, a lot of kids and family on those first two miles, which I was shocked because it's pretty steep. Yeah. Those first two miles. Um, it's pretty relentless and pretty and steep. Those mm-hmm. first two. One, yeah. Once you gain the ridge, it's great. And I, it's, now it's just fun. Yeah. I, yeah. It's one of my favorite summits to run um, because you There's get your, some flat up. Top. Yeah. And like by the time you're warm, it's mellower. And so you can just kind of cruise and good views yeah it's i love it the colors are insane right now mm-hmm. so get up get outside and go do one of these ogden classics now where the colors are just bright and and perfect oranges yellows you get great views of ben lomond uh, to the north as well as your views to the east and west of the of the towns ogden and ogden valley saw your house from up there greg oh. couldn't see yours chase well, you just didn't look hard enough. Yeah, apparently. Can't see around the corner. <laughs> okay, so here's the new thing. What what snack do you, or do you snack at the summit? I I the big thing for me is sardines. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, because guess what we ate on the summit? Let me guess. Mustard. Sardines. sardines oh my gosh why is that a thing we did last week too i don't know i was joking because i knew you did last week yeah. and i think yeah. that's disgusting but so we yeah. did mustard sardines again now you won't guess this one because i don't even know i don't even know how many know this freaking exists we had shrimp fries but they're it's you know <laughs> just watching you try to articulate this is... okay let's just say when you go into an when an asian market you don't know what you're gonna get right <laughs> and and benny likes to buy stuff from the asian food market that's like they look like potato chip bags right it's like a potato chip bag but it's like is it croup-oak? but they're shaped like french fries uh. and they taste like air shrimp like 
Yeah. It's like an, it has a shrimp flavor to it, yeah. but salty, and it's but but it's like this. Sounds like, terrible. <laughs> so they were pretty good. Especially, but, I, so we I had was, that combined with our mustard, whatever. I'm not I'm not hiking with you guys. <laughs> and fresh pork. Uh, fresh pork? Fresh, meaning like dripping wet pork um, uh, uh, jerky. Jerky. Okay. Jerky. And cheese. String cheese <sighs> and... What, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys brought like the whole kitchen up with no, you. No, dude, I think my stomach was tripping. And also, <laughs> well, no co- wonder. Sardines. Coffee. Must- coffee. And so I'm trying to recover from a hangover. And it's like, <laughs> let's eat mustard sardines, shrimp fries, which I don't know what those were, um, cheese. And then I brought almonds and I brought a, che- a Quaker Oats chewy bar, you know. Because I stole it for my kids' lunch, and then, <laughs> Give me your lunch. and then I had the the bolts, the bolts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, who makes those? Uh, Pro Bar. Pro Bar bolt, which is a those are good. Which is a chew. They're chews, and they're replace your electrolytes or whatever. You I probably of... needed a lot more electrolytes because, oddly enough, that didn't stop me from cramping on the way back down. Hmm. I is, cramped a lot. Wow, that's I. You know, that's a lot of stuff kind of kind of nasty stuff <laughs> uh, speechless so here's my plan for we're supposed to be we're supposed to do Ben Loman this Sunday uh-huh. are you gonna take a barbecue grill with you I'm not gonna drink as much rum because that kicked my trash I don't actually that hike worked me a lot and I don't know why because I did Ben Loman which is what 16 but it's been about six weeks and then the weekend after that we did Kings and then I took about four weeks off and then we did Maylands last week and, and Lewis. But, dude, I'm I'm a little bit sore. I was more just exhausted and tired. I think I was dehydrated too much yeah. and cramped a little too much. Why does pickle juice work? I have no idea. But I got home and had the pickle juice brand pickle juice and cramps ended. That's really weird. Yeah. It says it comes with neuro inhibitors. Oh, it's the neuro inhibitors. It is, though. Yeah, and I don't know why it works, but it totally works. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, no, what I'm thinking, though, so... It, I was, a, it I was the sardines. The sardines was, made you cramp. No, it was the shrimp fries. It was the shrimp fries. So it's called... Uh, they're called croupook, I think. You mean crap, at least crap coop? Crap coop. <laughs> so, um... Don't knock till you try. They're actually pretty I, good. When I was in... When I was living in... Europe and Belgium and the Netherlands, uh, specifically the Netherlands, they had Krupuk, which was, are these like, they're these like fry chip puffy, puffy puffed yeah. things that, mm-hmm. are, that are made of shrimp and other stuff. And so you eat it and it almost yeah. tastes like kind of a shrimp flavored yeah. chip. Really? Yeah. Kind of. But, they had those in the Netherlands? Like, almost like a cheese puff without the cheese. Yeah, these were just shaped like fries instead. Yeah, so mine were, the ones that we always had were shaped kind of triangle like chips. But yeah, it's like this shrimp. I bet they're the thing, same whatever. thing. Yes, yeah, so they oh. called them Krupuk. That was yeah. the Dutch name for them. And I don't know what the other name uh, would be, but. Um, Japanese Krupuk. They were, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're they pretty, pretty good. good. I don't love, I don't love shrimp. It's okay. Um. And when you say shrimp, like it's 
It's a hint of it's, shrimp. It's a hint of yeah. fishy, shrimpy, seafoody, mm-hmm. whatever. You eat it and you're like, ah, I know this is made of some sort of seafood, something or other. Um, not my favorite, but not bad. I don't know bad. if it's made of seafood or just made of seafood flavoring. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Yeah. They usually put some shrimp or... Uh, so I'm not here to endorse sort of... that necessarily because that was that is a hodgepodge of stuff. <laughs> but here's what I do endorse. If you hike early, I do like coffee on the summit. Coffee on the summit is becoming a thing. Like, that's pretty dope. I'm loving coffee on the summit. Had coffee on the summit of Kings, Malins, Lewis. Um, I do endorse having a good, real, good, real food on the summit. So maybe that's your, maybe it's peanut butter jelly sandwich, but I'd throw that into the fake food category. Um, I think, I think. Yeah, you're going knocking my hood off You're saying, like, string cheese. Uh, is some may, some people may throw that in the fake food category but it's still so, cheese. Peanut butter and jelly's fake food, but string <laughs> yeah, cheese is totally really? can... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beef jerky is real Jack. food, right. real food, right? Um, okay, and cran- canned little fishies with mustard. But that's real food. That's real. Food. That's real food. <laughs> but I'm hoping, and my wife doesn't know this yet. I call <laughs> that bait. It, well, yes. Sardines. So, sardines are fishing. really good. You put um, it on a hook and you throw yeah. it in the water and you catch oh, bigger fish. I will eat it. So my wife, what, you know what we eat for the morning of Christmas? I don't is, know if I want to know. Is is shrimp and um, pole sausage in that red that red sauce, right? This kind of spicy red sauce. Oh, it's so good. So good. So I'm going to see if I can't talk her and I'll buy the stuff she needs because I don't know how she makes it make that saturday night and then because what because the reason it's awesome is because you can put it in a in a baggie the next day and eat it cold and it tastes like phenomenal and so and take that to the summit saturday that's the plan you know what what uh our tradition is for christmas morning cinnamon rolls cinnamon rolls so we do cinnamon rolls first Mm. we do do cinnamon rolls first and then so is like, that a thing for like, like everybody? Because I, I thought know. it was just us, but now I'm finding a we lot do, of people do it. We yeah. do like the pull apart rolls, like the monkey bread stuff. Mm. And uh, you guys have way more money than quiche. us. Quiche. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Rhodes uh, Rolls no, from the store. It's called, uh, we go to Costco <laughs> and we get the pull apart ones. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. good though. Yeah. That yeah. cinnamony, sugary start to the morning is yeah. fantastic and then about two hours later when you're like wrapping up the morning the the first snack before you hit before you either like a lot of families got to go on a tour of all the families homes mm-hmm. we have some pole sausage and shrimp to make mm-hmm. sure you're full hmm. yeah and then my mom's new tradition this is probably three four maybe five years are german pancakes i believe Those so like good. yeah like mm. the eggs that kind of rise mm-hmm. in a pan yeah Ooh. yeah it's good stuff i don't know that must be a thing too because that's what my in-laws do yeah it's and a... i think that's disgusting whoa 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 <laughs> i'm not an egg what i'm not you an can, egg fan you I'm can not a say fan of sardines eggs. are gross but <laughs> german pancakes like well you're, you're offending a whole country uh, for <laughs> one <laughs> Yes. Okay. So, oh, but you call it German pancakes. I bet over in Germany they're just like, "What is this? I, we don't. We don't. Like, they call the those pancakes <laughs> our our pancakes. Pannkuchen. Cultural oh, pancakes. That's Dutch, I guess, oh. but, no. So I, I'm I'm just hoping my in-laws do that too. Yeah. That's their that's their uh, Christmas tradition. And I'm not a big fan of eggs. 
And oh, so I, I bypass I that, and I just have like three I, extra salmon I rolls. Egg, steak and eggs for dinner last night. Mm. Steak mm. is good. Yeah. I love eggs. So I'm here to... This is an Ogden classic, oh, right? right? Lewis Peak. But I am here to get you to expand your summit offerings. Like no you should. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, obviously. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to our listeners who are like, you know what? I should do that. I should. I should think. I should, think. Put I more effort into what you eat on the sardines. On. So here's here's I what I'm surprised. I think we're losing listeners. I, no, they love this. Is the best part. Here's yeah. what I'm surprised though is that you cramped on the way down after having mustard sardines. I drink a lot of rum. Because mu- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to admit because uh, mustard uh, it does has it does has help, yeah. help with cramps. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. All right. So so. Easy on the rum, pal. All right. Maybe stop at seven. Okay. Uh, Lewis Peak is a is beautiful. Go do Lewis. Ten right miles. Now. Ten, Ten miles. miles round trip. That's it's awesome, actually Mike. it's really difficult, and I I see why. I don't. Yeah, the first two miles getting why. up there yeah. is uh, is steep. Um, but once you get on top, man, it's beautiful. And it's, yeah. you think, oh, you get on top and it flattens out and you can just cruise along, but it's really not flat. On, it's hilly. It's hilly. There's, also, there's multiple, they're not false summits. They're just hills. But you maybe can, go up one just so, cause the views are phenomenal. We right. went up two. there's walk arounds on yeah, all so of you them. You can walk around all yeah. of them. There are trails that go to the side. Um, take those, take those, yeah. <laughs> the, save your energy. The last time I ran or hiked Lewis um, was last summer. We went up, probably started around 11 o'clock at night just to do a night run. Made it to the summit and we're coming back. And <clears throat> there's those little roundabout things. And I remember thinking in my mind, okay, when I get to this one, I have to go right. Got to one, I went right. And I'm thinking, after like 30 minutes, I'm thinking, this looks way different. <laughs> I pull out my map and we were like almost to... Like the bench of oh, no. the trail down to Windsor yeah. for beach. Oh, that's a long way. Like we man. had gone so far off trail. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking also thinking, we've lost a lot of elevation. Like what the heck? Pull out my phone and I'm like, oh my gosh, my friend was gonna kill me. So we had to backtrack all the way back up. And oh. it was like, like I wanna say it ended up being a sixteen mile run. Yeah. 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 Might maybe even seventeen. Like it was it was a lot more than we were expecting. So when Chase and I biked Lewis from Windsurfer Beach last time, it was awesome. Yeah. We had we had the we- the weather was awesome yeah. because it was real cloudy and it started raining a little bit on us, but the clouds were kind of broken up and stuff, and we just had the clouds pulling through. Really so, cool. So it was foggy, and it was like the fog mist and and clouds were blowing over the mountain peaks and stuff, and it was just really awesome. Um, I'm gonna go over what I was wearing because a lot of times this. It helps oh, people. Yeah. So I had, um, again, I, ha- I had the Topo Terravinger <laughs> Tees. I wore, I, I have some icebreaker socks that are low mm-hmm. and they have a little bit of, they come up just a little bit above the little shoe ankle. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I wore those. No um, gaiters. Mm-hmm. Um, I wore, I have some Solomon they're like hiking shorts, so they're long to run in, so they're but they're great to hike in. Solomon hiking shorts, and they're that material that's kind of a you know dry fast material. And then I wore a button up. Uh, it's the mammut shirt I always wear when I do this kind of stuff, but it's a quick dry material as well. It's mammut, not your or. 
Nope, Mamu. Oh. Yeah, I, the OR one I'm a little too fat for. I got to lose some weight to get back into that OR one. <laughs> maybe after old, maybe after one. Ben Loman. Yeah, the OR one was a staple for a lot of my life, but <laughs> I, the OR the Mamu one's a little bigger. Um, and then over that I wore the R1. Now, are those is that the traditional R1 that we bought? Yeah. Okay. Cuz there we have one in the shop that has like a the R1 Tech Face. Yeah, the te- it's not the that Tech Face. That thing's so weak. It's awesome. That yeah. thing is so cool. Yeah, super rad. So the waffle print on that was on this R1. I'll talk about that in a second. And then, and then I brought that lightweight OR uh, windbreaker. Now, oh, and then I had some icebreaker uh, lightweight icebreaker gloves that were the touch kind cuz you got to be able to work your phone when you're taking the pictures. Um, foam trucker hat. And that's and and no beanie or anything, okay. So and then just a little running running pack. <clears throat> so do you take like a <clears throat> rain jacket just in case? I mean, it was a super no, sunny. No, there was zero chance zero, of rain. Yeah, zero chance. But I thought about it. But I checked the weather, and there was zero chance of rain. So uh, it, here's the deal: it's cold start, but the wind wind jacket went off pretty early, and then then once we gained the ridge, it was that weird time of day where uh, eight thirty nine in the morning. And the wind was whipping on the ridge, and it was freaking cold. Yeah. Um, and you go from this like you're sweaty because the first two miles are hot, but that that R1 was breathable yet cold at the same. It was breathable, it was warm, but cold at the same time. It was weird, you know. It was trying to do its thing, but I had already broke a sweat. I threw on that wind jacket, which is paper thin. Right warmed instantly it was so weird and then i pulled the hoodie up over you know the r1 and the wind jacket both have hoodies pulled those over my ears i'm like this is crazy i am so warm yeah Yeah. and that's all and then once we hit the summit the wind died down and on the way back it was like kind of hot you know so um actually kept both layers on on the way back because by then everything had sort of dried out yeah dried out and stuff but yeah materials matter it's crazy how good they thermal regulate and stuff right you just got to bring the right stuff anyway i thought maybe that's beneficial to people you know the r1 or or grid fleece hoodies like that i think are some of the most versatile pieces you can you can buy if you don't have one you should get one whether it's the r1 or i have an or1 pretty much every brand makes one now the r1's kind of the original and and probably the best or one of the best I've got a mountain equipment one that I like a touch better only because the hood design works better under a climbing helmet. Do you know what we were talking about on the hike was the original, uh, no, it wasn't mountain equipment. It was mountain hardware, uh, had a fleece, but they threw the wind stopper on the front and, uh, breathable back. Which I don't see anybody doing. Yeah, anything you had like one that. of those I for have, years. Yeah, and... that, ooh, I got to lose a lot of weight to put that one back on. <laughs> we were talking that about that because piece, we though. were trying to think about what would be the perfect piece for this particular morning and stuff, you know, and there that it came up. Do you remember those? Yeah. Remember those fleeces with like the Gore-Tex windstopper on the front? Whatever happened to those? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty sweet. Yep. Cool. Cool. All right. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Ogden uh, Classic. Yeah. Lewis Peak. If you're an Ogden local, go check out Lewis Peak. If you're not, uh, come down. Come to Ogden. Come to Ogden. Come say hi. Come to the Lewis shop. Peak. Gear 30 will hook you up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool one. It's <laughs> the, um, like you mentioned, the view from the top or the view all along the ridge as you hike is just amazing. It's awesome. It's one of my favorites. I, I dare say I might like the Lewis Peak hike better than Ben Lomond. I really like Ben Lomond, um, especially as you get near the top and, and you got the views on 
uh, of the valley and you get up close to Willard Peak and stuff, that whole area is amazing. But Lewis yeah. Peak is probably more scenic along the way. It's weird how diverse those two trails are yeah. when they both have the same trailhead, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One goes north, one goes south, and the views are yeah. different. It's great. Oh, sorry. I just yawned. And we're done. And we're done. Wrap it. All right. All right. So uh, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe. Sweet. And uh, also check out gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Or come into the shop. Uh, We've got a bunch of new Patagonia stuff um, in shop only, in in the brick and mortar store only. So if you're an Ogden local, go check that out. Um, online at gear30.com check out our new backcountry skiing gear that, that we've got coming in including uh, Icelandic skis including volley skis and some of those that they'll if they're not in yet they'll be coming in in the next few weeks the next month or so all of that stuff is coming in um, also check out for example uh, there's, there's some unique brands that we carry that you don't really find too many other places including Hilleberg Tents Western Mountaineering sleeping bags, Mystery Ranch backpacks, uh, some of the very best gear that you can you can find, and uh, we carry them at Gear Thirty. So check that out online at gear30.com. Um, follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. Like us on Facebook, and uh, I think that's it. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Yeah.